popcorn boys and we're coming in hot we are coming at you live from culver city california i'm kyle jameson with me is daniel trainer and daniel stand up no and cheer for your ultimate cheer moment you know there are so few things on this earth that i cherish there's so few things on this earth that I care about. So few things on this earth that I feel, you know what? That's for me. And one of them is the scene in Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League when uh, the Flash does something. Wait, so Zack, Zack Snyder's Justice League, now a, uh, a two-time Academy Award nominee this year. Is that correct? It's also nominated for fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it got snubbed from a fan, fan favorite. favorite snub. Uh, Zack Snyder's wow. Army of the Dead is a, oh, uh, is a right. nominee of for course. fan favorite. Of course. Who could forget? <clears throat> now, listen. It's actually very weird that. Was that not considered this year? Oh, right. When did that come out? You could have told me that come out five years ago. I think it did come you out this year. Wasn't it at the beginning it? of this year? 2020, early could've 2021? Could have told me it came out last month. Let me see. I'll look it up. You uh, continue your thought. Well, listen. What my friend here is referencing is uh, the continued insistence on the... 2021. Academy. Okay. The continued... Should be insi- up for best picture. Okay. <laughs> the continued... We live in a society. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. No. See, you don't like... I. So I'm like sort of taking over hosting duties and you can't stand it i don't like it you can't stand it oh let's try this on for size it's <laughs> a popcorn boy and we're coming in hot we are coming at you live from culver city california my name is daniel trainer your name is kyle jameson and kyle yeah why so serious no, that's next week oh yeah uh, listen, what Kyle is referring to is the continued insistence by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, also known as AMPIS in the industry, to absolutely strip the Oscars of anything that makes them prestigious or important. And it's, it's almost like I've never seen my hometown go down in flames. Never seen, sort of feels like a tornado is just running through, you know, and knocking down everything that I care about in its wake. And this, to be clear, is worse. If you've lost all of your possessions in a natural disaster, guess what? You get them back. Okay, buy new things. There's only one Oscars. They're going to film a little thing. And they, oh, why don't you stand up, you little editor? You're finally out of your booth. Uh, I don't think you have the right understanding of how this is going to work. I've barely paid attention. 
That much is clear. <clears throat> so, this week's box office recap of the oh, week. Oh, getting into that. You need to, we do need to explain to people what the the cheer moment and what these fan favorites are after we talk about that. Oh, yes. Um, should we do that now? No. You can go to the box okay. office. Uh, no 2021 box office recap this week. Daniel has conceded the race. <laughs> so we will check in periodically as we come close to the finish line here. Yeah. But fine. the competition is effectively over. Yeah, I've moved on. I don't live in the past. The 2022 box office challenge. No new movies were released this week. Daniel has the lead with his three movies that have made a combined $214 million. Three movies, all one-word titles, baby. Uncharted has taken over as the new number one at the box office. Huge. Number one for the year, I mean, not just for the weekend. Correct. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people are going to see that. Couldn't be me. But glad people are. <laughs> uh, Kyle's in second place with $32.7 million. Only death on the Nile, but let me tell you, things are about to change. Is that a Harvey Dent impression? No, I should I you know, I didn't really do. Things are about to change. Bane? Things are about to change. Remember when he was on that football field? Now yeah. that was fun. Heinz Ward returning kickoffs? He was in the movie? Yeah, he was the one with the ball in his hand as the field was exploding behind him. Do you remember, and I know we're talking a lot of death here, and it's uh, pretty bad, but uh, do you remember, when did you see that in theaters? Uh, Certainly the opening weekend. Right, okay. Why? Well. The shooting. The shooting. And I remember not, because I had tickets to see it, like, what the following night yeah i or maybe even yeah i guess the following night i remember that the conversation about whether or not we should go yeah I'm trying. we went and it it felt very odd and i remember at one point like during the screening somebody got up and went out one of the exit doors yeah at like the front of the theater, yeah, and just never came back. And Don't there like was that. like a yeah, and there was like a of certainly a, a a tangible kind of like murmur for now, a while. Timing wise, when so when did that happen? Was it like opening night or something? Uh, it, if it wasn't opening, I think it was maybe like during the like midnight screen or like early screenings on that Thursday. I don't think I would have seen it before so I must have gone through the same thing as you but I don't remember I like I was very very excited to see this movie it was one of, you know this maybe this is an episode at some point but this was one of the most mm. excited I've ever been going into a movie in the theater coming off of you know one of my favorite directors coming off of Dark Knight uh, this was like peak anticipation sure uh, and so I would, I would not let, you weren't going to let them hold you down. I would not let, uh, the lack of gun control in this country, the man keep you away from whose name I will not mention, even though I know what it is. James. Uh, okay. Well, I said I wasn't going to mention, oh. <laughs> but yes, it is James. Uh, will not let him stop me. What a terrifying couple of days. Like I, yeah, 
just I remember being in that lobby, seeing it, not knowing if I should have been there, but also kind of happy I was, and uh, just kind of the palpable sense of hmm, just kind of fear in the air. That was Aurora. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, sorry, I I just saw something happened today. Why? What are you looking up now? Uh, there was a shooting at a church in yeah, Sacramento today. I'm aware. Anyway. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Well, relevant. So, the box office challenge. How do we get here? Uh, I don't know. I'm in a mood today, apparently. Should we start over? <laughs> no. No. This is what people come for. Okay, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's messy. It is what it is. So, okay. Daniel's in first place in the box office challenge, led Thank by you. Uncharted. First first place for 2022. Yeah. But the Batman is coming. The Batman this is coming. Weekend. The Batman is coming. And I should be in first place pretty quickly. Yeah, whatever. Although, you do have a hefty lead. Hmm. It, it, your lead by the time Batman comes out will probably be 200, 200 million yeah I mean you'll get there in a week and a half probably right. but I might not get there opening weekend yeah, I'm just going to enjoy this moment enjoy being in the lead while I can so this week on the Popcorn Boys we are going to be discussing a few things Yeah. about a war we are in the midst of award season There's Woo! this is the peak peaky week where it's like the peak week the peak week, whereas there's there's just awards happening that I don't even know existed. Oh, yeah. Until suddenly things are just being tweeted about. These people have never met a red carpet they wouldn't show up to. Exactly. So, of course, last night was the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Correct. One of the largest precursors to uh, set up the Oscar race. Yeah. And as we uh, alluded to earlier, we're going to be getting into the Oscars ultimate cheer moment and the Oscars fan favorite and just seething the Oscars just seething the on the inside category yeah, decisions the outside, apparently. but first let's uh, let's go through the SAG awards real quick and see and discuss what what that might mean for these races and the races at where they stand yes please let's do it so obviously the SAG awards is only about acting so there's there's only five the only art there is only five awards that are uh, relevant to the Oscars here Correct. Uh, the the four acting awards and then ensemble, which is kind of their version of best picture. Now, let's start. Well, sort. Well, the, the by that I mean in the sense that it's their top award. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Yes. Let's start in the uh, supporting categories. Let's do it. Supporting actress. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Debose wins for West Side Story. She's I, now the kind of heavy favorite. I would say he, I would say certainly heavy favorite, and probably is the biggest favorite in all four of the acting categories. I, I would, would agree, say I would agree with that. Uh, I think her loss on Oscar Sunday would be the biggest surprise uh, of of the four major awards. I think uh, based on two things: based on the uh, on the overall strength of her performance, but also there's just the alternative just isn't quite there. Um, yeah, I was, I was I was I was just thinking about that. What, who could potentially play spoiler in this category? It's kind of hard to imagine. It it's hard to imagine any of them. Yeah. So the other the other nominees, 
Jesse Buckley, Judy Dench, Kirsten Dunst, Anjanae Ellis. Yeah. So Ariana cemented her front runner status with that win. Supporting actor, though, way more interesting. Certainly. Where Troy Kotzer wins for Coda, the first sign that Coda is about to have a big night. He takes down, I would say, the presumed front runner for best supporting actor in Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Troy Kotzer wins, and the conversation then shifts to is Troy Kotzer now the Oscar front runner? And I certainly think you can make that case. So, yeah, it seems like, you know, Cody was the. Was the favorite for a long time. Cody versus Coda. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but with Troy's, with the, the momentum certainly seems to be on Troy's side here. I I imagine if you were an odds maker, you would probably have Troy as as the favorite. I think but, so. Uh, not a not a massive favorite. You have to think Cody's still alive here, but oh yeah, it's uh the momentum is is certainly has been pushing in Troy's direction now for a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely, and I think like, uh, I, I think it is worth pointing out that it has been a relatively bleak, rather depressing kind of Oscar season in terms of I don't know the contenders and just this really just the state of the world. I think coming in like Troy Kotzer winning Best Supporting Actor is this kind of feel good moment uh, in this feel good movie. Uh, I think makes a lot of sense. So I okay. I, I think that he, yeah, I think he is the front runner for the time being. But and it's just between those two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Troy Kotzer might be our our Oscar front runner after last night. I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, Power of the Dog, not exactly the uplifter. No. Will that hurt its chances here in the year hey. of our Lord, twenty twenty two? Hey, it might. Uh, and then in the lead categories, uh, much in the vein of Ariana DeBose, Will Smith wins Best uh, Leading Actor. I'm sorry, Male Actor in a Leading Role. Um, I think that, again, this cements his status as, as the Oscar frontrunner. I think he's much less a frontrunner than Ariana is, however, uh, but... It does feel kind of destined that Will Smith is winning the Oscar. He, he, you know, his speech was great last night. Uh, just all feels like it's kind of aligning for him. But with that being said, he has some alternatives in his category. I think if if people want to go that way. But again, he cements himself as the front runner last night. It feels like we've been building to this for a long time now. The, you know, Will Smith is going to win an Oscar, and I think if you know, and we talk about people who could steal it those two people would be Benedict Cumberbatch and maybe to a bit of a lesser extent Andrew Garfield I think people thought if either one of them had won last night then we have a race and Will takes it and he is you know he's the he's the top horse at the moment indeed um yeah an upset there but I mean look we do have upsets every year yeah we don't have to go very far uh if we look at literally the last time an Oscar was given out, yes, we had the the absolute last Oscar that was given out was the final award in last year's Oscars, where they built to this whole moment with with Chadwick Boseman winning Best Actor, and oh. they gave it to Anthony Hopkins on Zoom. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So quickly. Well, not quickly because I can never talk about best actress quickly. But there's a lot to discuss here about best actress. So best actress By far the most interesting uh, category heading towards the Oscars here. Best actress. By the way, the Oscars are still a month away. Yeah. It's it's insane. Best actress last night goes to Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, fascinating category last night essentially you could have told me uh that anybody was probably going to take it if you would have asked me before the ceremony last night i would have probably said nicole kidman but here we are jessica chastain just sort of widening this race even bigger and this to me is like what the oscars should build their telecast around Yes. Make, like, it should be, like, have dramatic promos. Like, hit me with some dramatic music where it's like, the most wide open best actress race in history. They they never do stuff like this. It's insane. Why aren't we making the telecast about the awards? I don't know. And, like, I, I guess... Because a they, lot I mean, of people don't know who, or don't care about... Penelope Cruz? I don't know. Do they? No, I think they do. I, th- I I think... I feel like a lot of people... The majority of Oscar viewers, you know, aside from the freaks like us, like, don't have a sense of the races. So to them, right. like, all these... All the awards are pretty wide open. Yeah. When that isn't actually the case. Right. And so by, by like, building... This is such wide open... You're kind of admitting that some of these other races are not wide open. Sure. But... I still I agree with you that they should do it. I think that's, I mean that's this is the most wide open race, you know. It's insane. So Jessica Chastain wins. Uh, so as a refresher, these are your five at Oscar: Jessica Chastain, Nicole Kidman, Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, and Kristen Stewart. I certainly think you can make a case for four out of those five. Like I I'm not even sure that Olivia Coleman isn't in the race. We've seen her do it before. Right, yeah. You know? Like, Penelope Cruz winning would be shocking. Uh, but, you know, and oh, we got Kristen Stewart lying in the well, even baby. Even the Penelope Cruz thing, I mean. Sure. I, I heard a case sure. made for that today as not being. Uh, By who? Eh, don't worry about it. All right. Not going to tout out other podcasts on this podcast. Oh, okay. Well, so is the big picture. Um <laughs> But you have Kristen Stewart lying in wait, who wasn't eligible at or eligible wasn't nominated at SAG, making the entire thing even more interesting. Right. Uh, who was the fifth spot at SAG? Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Oh right, right. So here we are to not make that the focus. Like again, just hit it over the head. Like do it some like fucking. NFL promo or so, you know what I mean right. like like think about Nicole all Kidman Christian Stewart like think about all the narratives that are surrounding the Oscars right now yeah like these are all the narratives are like nobody watched any of these movies I know they didn't nominate Spider-Man here are these dumb we're removing all these categories that who's people even are heard about. of these yeah who's we have heard these, of these movies these dumb social media awards that we're gonna give out change the narrative yeah Start making about promos. the races. Even even a best actor, Will yeah. Smith, one of the biggest stars in the world, is maybe gonna win his first Oscar ever. But like, make it into a thing. Yeah, he was. He's 
I mean, his later career hasn't held up in, in the same way, but, like, he was the biggest movie star in the world for 20 years. Yeah. And I say his Crazy. later career hasn't held Bad Boys 3 was number one at the box office two years ago before the pandemic hit. It ended up. It ended up being number one at the 2020 box office. It's true. Just, it's Will Smith. Make it fun. Make it... I don't know. Just make it into a game. Like, make it as interesting interesting and like exciting as it is and you're not forcing anything this is what we're doing it is a competition right like make it fun yeah add a little, a little intrigue come on now anyway i what does jessica chastain's win mean does that mean that she is now the de facto front runner for best actress i don't know here's what's interesting like in order to <laughs> in order to win Best Actress or really any acting prize at the Oscars, usually you need one of, at least one of two things. Uh, great reviews or the fact that people saw it. <laughs> she has neither. Like, the reviews for her performance were pretty good, but the reviews for the eyes of Tammy Faye certainly don't feel like they were good enough to push past the fact that nobody saw that movie. Other right. than me opening week in the theaters, of course. It would just be such a strange winner, really. Like, yes, it feels like something that happens at SAG, yeah, but not at the Oscars when we get the full voting body. But then, so what's the alternative there? It's very interesting. We just mentioned like, like okay, so we have Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos, right? A movie with pretty middle. Way, it was Gaga that got nominated, right at SAG. Oh yes, but it was well. So we not also- Jennifer Hudson. No, it was both. We Penelope Cruz also wasn't nominated. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, but then, so so, who are the two biggest alternatives to Jessica Chastain in a fairly middling biopic that nobody really saw? Right. Well, Nicole Kidman and Kristen Stewart. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that Spencer, of course, has going for it is the fact that it's better reviewed than those two, but certainly has its detractors. Yes. So I have no idea. And, and was not widely seen, much like no. Tammy Faye. Yeah. Uh, being the Ricardos, has the Amazon thing, so I'm sure... So who knows? Two zillion people saw it, unclear. I guess. Man. It's great. But it's like, lean into it. What are we doing? But, yeah. You know? No idea. I they have be- no idea who's winning Best Actress. If I was... What a dream that is. If I was Olivia Coleman right now, I would be. I would be creating, like, fake attack ads <laughs> right you know what having some fun with it sure sure <laughs> you think jessica chastain could have played the lost daughter's mother <laughs> or whatever nicole kidman was married to tom cruise for 10 years who's looked into her ties to scientology no one would ever believe that penelope cruz would steal that stuffed animal Kristen stewart's a lesbian <laughs> love it Love it. Attack ads. We have a best actress race that is wide open. I'm Olivia Coleman, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm Olivia Coleman. Can you imagine if she does it again? She just comes in at the Oscars completely unexpected and wins another best actress. It'd be great. I don't think it's happening. She beat Glenn Close last time? That's correct. Mm-hmm. God, sorry. My nose is so itchy. Oh, good. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Um, uh, gun to your head. Who would you take right now to win the Oscar for Best Actress? Nicole Kidman. Really? 
I still think Kristen Stewart's going to win. I never wavered when she wasn't nominated at SAG. I, would, I mean, I kind of wavered because you kind of had to, but... I would love it. I mean, let's just be clear. Would love it. But I... If I were to put them in order of likelihood... Man, now that I've said Nicole... It's so hard to do. Now that I've said Nicole Kidman, I'm like, no way. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I don't either. I think it's... Basically going in, I think I have Nicole, Jessica, Kristen, basically even. Okay. With Olivia Coleman a step down and then Penelope a step down from Olivia. Okay. But like Kristen, Jessica, Nicole, like I don't know how you pick one. And I guess they're, how do you pick one? Well, I guess you go with the person who won SAG. And eh. there she is. It, it's It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah, I, I think Kristen Stewart's going to win, but she also could come in last place in this vote, <laughs> you know, like pretty easily. And they should reveal the vote totals. Well, okay. They should reveal the vote totals. Certainly, if you're going to have 10 nominees for Best Picture, you need to eliminate them as the night goes on. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Was this somebody's idea? I think we talked about this idea? last year. I heard a little bit of, like, someone floated a concept about it, but... But I think the problem with that is they want – I mean, the entire reason for 10 nominees, right, is to get as many people excited and interested as possible. Right. Like, the more they eliminate, people are like, well, fuck, that was my favorite. I'm, you know, turning this off or whatever. Yeah, you're probably right. I think for the layman who doesn't follow this stuff – also, we've talked about this before, but, like, can you imagine if you didn't follow this stuff obsessively and you go into the Oscars thinking anything could win anything? <laughs> I mean, really. Sounds great. That sounds amazing. I'm so jealous. We Should we try that for next year? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> We'd have no content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you mentioned Best Picture. So now the real elephant in the room here is, uh, is Coda. So Coda wins ensemble at SAG. A few things to mention here. One... The presumed best picture front runner, The Power of the Dog, uh, not even nominated for right. ensemble. So Coda doesn't beat The Power of the Dog. Now, can you make, can you say like, well, it sort of did. The Power of the Dog wasn't oh, even right. nominated. Right. Sure. But ensemble is a little bit weird, although it is. But The Power of the Dog has three <laughs> acting hey. nominations. Well, I, I was gonna say, I was like, usually it's like a bigger cat. Coda has four people in the whole movie. It's oh. the exact same size cast as The Power of the Dog is for all intents and purposes. Well, right. Yeah, for sure. So I was going to say, like, usually it's like it's a bigger ensemble cat. And then but it like, is well, weird that they... SAG defaults to an ensemble. So, like, Coda, for instance, last night. Troy Kotzer was the only person nominated from the movie. Right. They could have nominated Marley Matlin. They could have nom nominated Olivia Jones. Or Olivia Jones. Amelia, Amelia Jones. Jones. Yep. You know, Power of the Dog, you know, Kirsten and Benedict are both nominated. And then Cody, obviously. So they have three acting nominations there. But for whatever reason, don't go for them in ensemble. Right. So, whatever. That's that's a separate conversation. I don't understand how any of it works. The big, co the big question, of course, now is, is Coda in the conversation to win Best Picture? Right. So, we've been looking for, like, someone to crash the party for a while here. So, yep. 
for a long time now, the power of the dog and Belfast have been kind of the two front runners. Yeah. And you know, they've they've gone up and down in those kind of power rankings for months now. And we've kind of made for a while we made the case that oh, you know, Dune, it's like the big we had that moment that seems to have passed. <laughs> There's a like, West Side Story is West Side moment. Story going to be a thing? And then yeah. it kind of didn't do that well at the box office. And it was, eh. Yeah. Then there was the don't look up thing. The don't look up thing, I know. That seemed, that momentum that seems, seems to have definitely passed. It didn't like... Had that one last night. It didn't perform particularly well else at the other yeah. precursor award shows. Or at Oscar. Right. No one seems to love it. It definitely was watched a lot but that that whole don't look up moment seems to have just kind of come and gone and so now we have coda crashing the party with its ensemble when it sag it was coda all along it's been there all well along the important thing to note here is uh there's one two three four movies that haven't had their oh maybe it's this yet and we've got four weeks to go <laughs> I mean, hey, you can make a case for Drive My Car if you want to. Well, I Drive My Car hits streaming services tomorrow, That's I believe. That's exactly right. People are going to start watching. Oh, my God. This actually you know, this actually is the best movie of the year. Huh. That, that conversation. So next week, we'll have the Drive My Car moment. Drive My Car is in the race. Oh. Uh, oh. Did you get a car race? Oh. Yeah. Like okay. I'm not sure mm. how I can make the case for Nightmare Alley getting into the Unfortunately, race. Unfortunately, you can't. <laughs> uh, Especially because I think voting... When does voting close? So, I don't know, like these narratives... Yeah. But but the narratives continue even after voting has closed. The question of... We're going to have a is, King... There's going to be a King Richard moment. Because people are going to be like, look, we know Will is winning Best Actor, but... That's actually the best movie of the year. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty feel-good movie, too. And then we're going to have a we're gonna have a licorice pizza moment. Okay, absolutely not. The People are going to be like, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, he's actually the best director of our time. Oh, he's, God. He's never won Best Picture. Oh, boy. Might, well, be, it might be his time. It's not going to be Lick Pits this year. Sorry, Paul. Uh, to answer the question of whether or not Coda is in the Best Picture race, uh... I'm afraid the answer is yes. I I, I 100% agree. I think it is. Do, would I... Do I think... How can I say this that will make any sense? Because what I was about to say is, do I think <laughs> that Coda is winning Best Picture? No. Can I see it winning Best Picture more than The Power of the Dog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. What a preposterous sense. All right, so it's in the it, it's firmly in the race. It, I think it's in the race. Is Coda ahead of Belfast? So they they kind of take up that same lane. I yeah, think. but that right. So that's what I'm saying, right? It's like kind of a calling Belfast feel good is weird, but also right. Coda is much. Coda is the feel good. Coda's the feel good movie of the year. <laughs> I mean, Coda's the feel good movie of the year. Look, the reason I think. These movies are alive, and and the narratives are going to continue for some of these others, as I've alluded to. Is we don't really have none of these nominees kind of check all the boxes of like your obvious best picture winner. You know, the, um, it's a it's a strange race in that we don't to have to me. Any... Belfast does. I mean, what are these boxes that you're checking? 
don't know. It's more of a, you know, they're, they're a movie that everyone seems to really like. That's not a Best Picture winner. In recent years, it is. And again, we're getting, you know. Well, I guess, we that, I guess that's what Academy. it is, is the, the mystery of what what wins Best Picture these days. Like, but, know, we but, had Nomadland win last year, which I wasn't sure if enough people were going to kind of all agree. Sure. Uh, even though it was very highly critically acclaimed. And the power of the dog is kind of in that lane. Yeah, I agree. But. We have Parasite the year before where – what – I mean, go with me here. Parasite is Coda? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to say Parasite's drive my car. That's going to be your lane. It's going to be your hill to die on. So uh, Green Book is certainly Dune. <laughs> Green Book is Belfast. Green Book oh, – that, that feels offensive to Belfast. Yeah, I mean, you know, famously they've never seen Green Book <laughs> and never will. Um, it's, it, it, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but I think that we agree that Coda is in the conversation. And But what a strange best picture winner that would be. Coda? Yeah. I mean. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I liked Coda. Coda made your top ten of the year, didn't it? Yeah, Coda's great. I think Coda's pretty good. But this little kind of like Sundance engine that could Apple TV came out months and months and months and months ago. Just like kept chugging along. Well, here's what you don't understand. This year. Oh, thanks. I love when you do this. The power of Massachusetts <gasps> to really people just people love Massachusetts. He's he's put his mic down and he's walking away you need more wine to to handle that the the power sure the massachusetts movies boston movies and this is this is the greater boston area this is actually a good point i've never considered i mean no nobody can hear you he's yelling things from the kitchen that you certainly cannot hear all right hold on Let's just. I'm gonna list the last. I don't know. Ten years of best picture winners. Thank you. And we're going to just really let it sit. With wait, what's happening? Hold on. I'm gonna spill the wine first. If you spill that, how do you hold the microphone? Do you not look up anything on your phone? I do this every. No. I've never said one true thing. Everything I say on this podcast is a guess. All right. What are you doing? You're looking up every recent Oscar winners. And we're gonna think about the Wait, pattern it, here. Just no, hold on. But okay, just let me do this. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. The artist, Argo, Twelve Years a Slave, Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, The Shape of Water, Green Book, Parasite, Nomadland. What feels like it's gonna be the next movie in that sequence? Belfast. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I don't know why, but that's the one that feels like well, it's gonna. A lot, be... of, a lot of one-word titles. I that was. My... <laughs> that's really what I was going on. That's kind of where I landed to. <laughs> yeah. Just feels like it's gonna be the next one. I don't know. It, it's. But like Coda's one word. But why? But Belfast Ooh. feels like the right one there. Is Coda a word? 
There's uh, Coda. There's no. What is that called? What is it? Sorry. No, uh, what is it called? Child of Deaf no, Adults. I know, but what is that called? Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's not an abbreviation. No, it's. it's um, a... See, I don't look anything up. See? Uh, well, there's, also, there's, there's, no, there's no periods in it. No, for sure. But it's all caps. Yeah. Hmm. Child of Deaf Adults. Yeah, what, uh, what is that word? Uh, uh, uh. Anagram? No. Anagram? Isn't that the thing where you have to make a, a word for every letter of your name? What is it? Daniel. Daring. Uh, a. Athletic. What's, what's an example of it so I can look something up? Like Coda! Well, I need to look it up. Uh, look up what is the word for when every letter... Oh, it's an eponym. An eponym. Are you sure? No, that's when you have a peanut allergy. <laughs> that's an EpiPen. Oh. Is EpiPen an eponym? Ooh, now we're getting into the weeds. Oh, wait. No, hold on. That's... Yeah, no, that's, that's not the right thing. Oh, God. Is it anagram? Daniel. Daring. A, athletic. N, neat. Imagine listening to us right now. You should be yelling at us. I, what the, what our we're listeners aren't smarter than us. Are you kidding me? It's not anagram. That's when you rearrange the letters. I, interesting. E, like, evolved. L, loving. <laughs> the only other one I can think of off the top of my head is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so <laughs> I'm looking up that. Oh, my God. Wait, what does SHIELD stand for? Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Oh, my God. You have too much time on your hands. Well, I, I had it right in front of me. Too Acronym? Much? Oh. Is that it? I think so. I just thought acronym. of it. I didn't actually get that. Yes. CODA is an acronym. CODA is an acronym. There we go. Wow. Now, would this be the first acronym to investigate? <laughs> um... Good question. There's no way it's not. Not. I mean, it's not a good question, but I'll look up the answer. Uh. Anyway, I don't know. I it. I don't remember where we started. What I will say. I mean, you look at the three. Uh, last best picture winners, right? Mm -hmm. We're looking at Nomadland, a movie that I know that not everybody loved. I really did, and I'm not saying it's like the most cinematic thing of all time. I love it. I think it's great. Parasite. You got plans to rewatch Nomadland? I watched it three times. You don't understand. As someone, you don't understand van life. Okay, you don't understand <laughs> van life. You ever cooked some beans in the back of your truck? <laughs> I have. Is that what your road trip was all about? I cook beans. Cooking beans in your truck? I wish. I want a truck so bad. What's your dream car? Let's say it on three. One, two, three, Ford F one fifty. Is it really? Yeah. I want a truck. Why? I've it's never called wanted, Made in America. I've never wanted anything it's called less made in America. that I want a truck. Is the F, my dad's going to... The F-150 is probably not made in America anymore. He's going to get mad at me. <laughs> no, probably. It's probably made in the U.S. of A. I've never really in had Dearborn, a... Dearborn, Michigan. <laughs> I've never really had a dream car. No, me either, but mine's the F-150. Okay. I'll go with a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> So we've established best Coda's picture. Coda's in the race. 
Best picture, a little bit open. Doors open here. It's a, but open. But when you but when you say that though, open. Who's opening the door? Power of the dog. I guess. Belfast. Sure. They've collectively opened the door for others to to join the race, and Coda has sl- slipped right in that open crack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love that for you. Um, Just wait. The the King Richard and the Licorice Pizza and the Drive My Car narratives. At least one of those will will pop up before the Oscars. Okay. All right. It's like, are we sure this isn't winning? Okay, fair enough. Well, <clears throat> speaking of the Oscars, God, I was having l- such I was having such a good time. There's a lot of Oscar news now. Th- it feels like this pocket this episode started off on a real weird note. It feels like it feel like we've really found a groove here. <laughs> yeah, we have. But we're gonna. Yeah, now you're about to ruin it. Yeah, we, well, sort of. Why don't you read off another well, decade fault. of best the picture Academy's. winners? Why don't you read off another decade of best picture winners for no reason? That was the best moment of the podcast so far. We both decided. No. Nothing other than listing the previous best picture winners that Belfast is gonna win best picture. I only said that because it was a one word. So is Coda. It's an anagram. <laughs> Daniel, daring, a. I wasn't paying attention to what you were doing while I was trying to figure out what ac- what is an acronym. I don't know if that's an anagram or not. I mean, oh no, it's a cross stick. A you lacrosse ever- stick? <laughs> Have you ever played lacrosse? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like recreationally, not like... I've played like catch with a lacrosse stick. Mm. No, that doesn't count. I mean, like, play, like that's not playing baseball. I wouldn't be like, have you played baseball before? Yeah, I played catch. No. All right. Well, then, no. I've never played lacrosse. All right. Well. I've messed around with a lacrosse stick. Don't don't want to know about that. <laughs> Listen, we all use weird things. Got to break in those nets. What? I don't know. Oh. A cross stick poem. You never written a cross stick poem? Don't know what you're talking about. I feel like about. most of elementary school is acrostic poems. A Kyle, K. You gotta stop. Knowledgeable. Oh, why? Those, that's what those are called. Why? Youthful. Youthful. <laughs> L. Luscious. Loving. <laughs> I was loving too. I said L. Loving for me. E. Electric. <laughs> Knowledgeable, youthful, luscious, and electric. You have to make a diorama. What did you do for you? Daniel. Uh, you've already said it. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Daring. Daring? Yeah. Okay. I'm daring. A. Athletic. Mm. Shut your mouth. N. Neat. <laughs> neat? Like clean or like oh, neato? No. Neat. I'm neat. No, I'm like a neat guy. I'm not a clean freak. I'm like neat. I. Intelligent. Huh. E. Exciting? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I have said a different word every time. <laughs> And L is, of course, loving. <laughs> loving. Uh, yeah, I made plenty of dioramas. Oh, man. Well, anyway. I'm just did trying your, to distract. From did your mom just make the diorama for 100%, you? 100%, every time. <laughs> I would say my mom made 75% of the things I had to do for homework. You think back, it is absolutely absurd, the things they send you home. Okay, skittle on home, make a map. What? Skittle on home. <laughs> skittle on home, make a volcano. Okay. I made a volcano. Yeah, we all had to make volcanoes. 
So what do you put in there? It's like something in baking soda. CO2. <laughs> sure. School sucks. Oh, that's great. Homework shouldn't be a thing, but school. Well, great. ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? You listen to LAUSD? What? Nothing. Ooh, LAUSD. That could be a fun acrostic poem. No, L. Let's loving. <laughs> All right. The Academy. The Academy. The what? The he Academy. Has one, he has one sip of wine. Of this guy's motion picture this guy's arts and sciences. Hammered. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're recapping a bit of old news here. We didn't get to discuss this last week. Yeah. There are 23 Oscars given out. Oh, I forgot we're talking about this. At too. the Academy Awards. The, the current state of the awards, there are 23 Oscars given. Yeah. Throughout 23 different categories. Recently, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. A. Academy. M. Motion. Was there an earthquake? I felt nothing. Hmm. Have we had an earthquake on the pod yet? I don't know. Well, it's time for one of us to search earthquake on Twitter (laughs) and see if we're just hallucinating. (laughs) I'll leave that to you while I go through the news that the Academy has uh, announced recently. Yeah. Okay. I'll look up earthquake. They've announced that they will only be giving out 15 awards during the main portion of the show and that they have relegated eight of those 23 Oscars to be pre-recorded right before the show starts. Now, supposedly, they're going to spend an hour before the show starts giving out these eight awards and giving their they give their full speeches in front of the audience. And then those eight awards will uh, be edited down into a into a package or or a, a sequence. By the way, it looks like you were raw, uh it looks like you're the only person who felt this. No earthquake. No, no. Although somebody does say the Bruins bring an earthquake. What? The Bruins bring an earthquake because the Bruins are playing in LA tonight. Is it about the Boston Bruins or the UCLA Bruins? Well, I'm looking at Nate Gilbert's Twitter account, Boston Sports and Jurassic Park fan. Oh my god. Is this your burner account? An honorary popcorn boy. Oh. This is okay. Okay. This is actually very Wait, is this your Twitter account? What's his name again? His name's Nate Gilbert. Let me read you his Twitter bio. <laughs> Trying to make some movies. Boston Sports and Jurassic Park fan. I fly a lot. I don't have a podcast, but if you let me go on yours, I'll send beer. What does that mean? Say no more! I'll send beer? Say no more! This is... This is great. 15 minutes ago, he tweeted, Give me a deal, people. The Bruins are smoking... 49... Yeah, that's I was just going to read that one. Mm. The Bruins are smoking LA and we're losing baseball. It's a mixed night. (laughs) Thanks, Nate. Uh, but yeah, sorry. No, uh, it appears no earthquake. You are unfortunately hallucinating. Okay, well, yeah, what are you going to do? And thank God. Must be the wine. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that Michael Douglas looks insane now? Now? You see who he's playing now? Announced today? 
No. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, some Apple TV thing. Oh. That... Okay. Well, the picture that I saw him for. The picture that I saw him for. Well, the, that made me say he looks insane now. Is... Oh, he's already in the Benjamin Franklin makeup. No, it's a, well, it's an article oh. about him playing Benjamin Franklin, and I didn't realize. I like say they you... try and pick. Oh, I just texted you this tweet to show you this picture, but until you said he's playing Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> I didn't realize that's what I was actually oh, sending yeah. you was news about him playing oh. Benjamin Franklin. I miss him. What a legend! You remember, know, remember when he said he got cancer from cunnilingus? It's like, look, I've just too much cunnilingus. Gave me throat cancer. All I do is please the ladies. Oh, poor Catherine. <laughs> do you think when they got married, she thought he would live this long? How old is he? I mean, his father just his, died. His father was 120 years old when he died. Well, so I know, but I'm saying like... She had to know that uh, he was... He's only... Oh, I would have said he's in his 80s. Michael Douglas is 77. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. He and Catherine have been married for 22 years. Uh, Kirk Douglas was 103 when he died. It's an unbelievable. That's another Seemed like a great 25 guy, years from, from where Michael's at. Well, isn't that... Oh, I mean, do you think there's any 77-year-old on the planet who you're like, oh, you are living another 25 years that their first response isn't, ugh. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. 25 more years. I feel like Clint, East, Clint Eastwood's going to live 25 oh more years. Oh, my God. How many more movies? Remember Cry Macho? <laughs> what was the name of the rooster? It was going to go ahead and be Macho. Oh. He just kept calling it a cock, right? There's a lot of cock jokes. Something along those lines. What a film. Anyway, what are we talking about? So, eight categories have been relegated to the pre-show sort of thing. Oh, you said it wasn't a pre-show. Well, well, it's interesting if you bring it up. Let me explain what I think they're actually going to do. Oh, here we go. So they said they're going to, like, it's not entirely clear, I guess, but sometime in the third hour of the Oscars. When Regina Hall is giving it her all. <laughs> they're going to take what they shot for maybe even an hour before the Oscars started and edit that down. I think we're going to get, like, full speeches. No. Yeah. No. This isn't going to be like a... This isn't going to be like the governor's ball or whatever awards where it's like this person won and this person won. I think they're going to I mean, be given maybe we... significant time, just not quite as much. They're going to be truncated a little bit. Where They're going to cut down the parts where they are walking up to the stage. It's going to be like – I think it's going to take like 20 minutes to go through no way. these eight awards. Is that what they've said? They haven't made it entirely clear. There's no – there's no way that's what happens. No, I think that's 100% what's going to happen based on what they've so actually So the entire said. thing is just to cut down on them having to walk up to the stage. Well, I'm sure they're going to cut down a little more than that. And they're not going to they're not going to show like clip packages or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's like Listen, we don't even need to have the whole debate about like, you know, actually the Oscars telecast they need to stop making it for people who don't like movies. Listen, 100% get it. Couldn't agree more. But to not understand that, like, even, like, production design, the process of giving that award out should be one of the coolest moments of the show for even a non-movie fan. 
It's like such an opportunity to do something cool. Well, that's what it's all about, right? Like, one of the things that the Oscars should always be in an optimistic world is like <laughs> a way to get, there, my friend. to get young people interested in the in kind of the different departments that go into movie making. And you well, do that you with could... the with like the packages that you're rolling in as you're announcing the nominees and and you know the montages and 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 then hopefully the awards and hearing speeches from these people you don't know. Yeah, and you can make a case that part of the reason I love movies as much as I do is because of the Oscar telecast from when I was younger. No, oh, 100%. You know, at least having a, more of an appreciation for the technical aspects of everything. And I so, mean, that came from somewhere. Right. And so the categories that got bumped to this to this pre-show that it's still not entirely clear how they're going to do it, but No, you seem to have a great idea. Well, that's my prediction. I think people think they're just going to do it in 30 seconds is just say here are the eight winners of these awards but i think it's going to be given significant time but trimmed down sure and how much of that will be a response to the backlash well i think that's part of it yeah but i if you read if you read their like announcement about it carefully no i think that was kind of hinted at yeah anyway so we inexplicably we're not having editing production design hair and makeup original score uh sound which poor sound people Unbelievable! They had two categories last year, and now they have one, and it's on the pre-show. <laughs> and then, of course, hashtag pants only. The three short categories: the um, what, live action short, animated short, and documentary short. Correct. Which shouldn't be on the Oscars anyway. Listen, I support those going somewhere else. The ha- there's I've a said, hashtag. I've been saying it for years. There's like a movement on online about you know. Uh, it's like hashtag give all 23 or something like that, right? Sure. Give all 20. Let's go all 20. Just <laughs> give the 20 awards. Unclear why we care about the shorter version of, of the things we love. A lot of people want to see Riz Ahmed win an Oscar. Huh? He, Riz Ahmed is nominated. Is he year. short? Oh, yeah. I mean, Kobe Bryant Oscar winner. But this is like, yeah. This, yeah, just... Give it to the shorts. Listen, I agree. Pants only. Hashtag pants only. God, he's really trying to make this into a thing, isn't he? Hashtag give out all 20. Hashtag pants only. I guess what I'm surprised, because I think I've said on here before, when we, did we bring the, or maybe we haven't even brought, have we not brought this up yet? <laughs> I don't think Cutting so. the eight? Oh, God. I mean, just, uh, it doesn't arch just bleed into life. The, I was pretty convinced when this was announced that it was going to be revoked. Revoked. Within the week. And that it's, it's hasn't gone like a week and a half so happened. Far. And it feels like now it's a bridge too far. That's not the right use of that phrase, but you know, <laughs> pretend it is. Uh it feels like it's here to stay. And I'm a little surprised that there hasn't been a bit more of an organized kind it feels of like uprising there's been, there's from been like, a little bit. But not but not from like the A-list. And I think I've said this to you before, right. but it's like all it would take is for like Will Smith and Kristen Stewart to be like, hey, like put those back or like we're not coming. Right. And they'd be back in five minutes. You know, it's a little strange to me that something like that didn't happen. And like to my knowledge, there hasn't even been like a nominee or a director like spoken or out who has it. said like, hey, like what are we doing? 
it's all been like the sound guild right which yeah, god exactly. bless yeah but like there yeah i'm a little surprised there hasn't been a bit more of a of an uprising agreed from, but there's still the vocal. time yeah well that's true we still have a month till the oscars so <sighs> speaking of bad decisions by the oscars oh, how much time do you have now seemingly to make up for or not make up for to replace these well, eight categories you know, in the main broadcast God, isn't it just so insulting isn't it just so the two things that the oscars the, the, the academy seems to be really pushing with their social media and so forth are these two social media voted on i guess awards it's unclear if this is going to be something that is announced in four seconds or if they're going to make a bigger thing about or it or if it's the last two awards of the night <laughs> you know what? if they do that <laughs> god bless them i'm in i'm in if they do it. so here are the two categories that the academy has created that they're going to give out uh, via fan vote the award for it. Uh, so one is the ultimate cheer moment. Wait, hold on. Now keep going. I just have to get something ready. The ultimate cheer moment. <laughs> so First of all, great name. <laughs> the Academy decided, hey, what is the biggest, what, what are the five biggest stand-up and cheer moments in movie history? Well, the Academy didn't decide... They let these fucking idiots come up with them. And who these people are, I have no idea. Who's voting on these? It's Can I tell you None of it is at all clear. I did vote on the fan favorite award, yeah. I sent in to vote. For what? I voted for Barb and Star go to visit Delmar. <laughs> I'm shocked that it didn't make it with your one vote, actually. I, honestly. Hold on. We're, we're not a fan favorite say, yet. Sorry, but it did say there, if you enter, you do have a chance to win tickets to the Oscars. Just, so I did enter. So worst. I did enter. You're part of the problem. Congratulations. No. Well. You're buying into this nonsense. Even if. Listen, you got to get inside if you want to. You got to fix these problems from the inside. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So here are the five ultimate cheer moments that no. are, that apparently got the most votes to make it to the finals here. Now, I'm sorry if you've said this already, but these are of all time. Yes, I said this while you were looking up presumably one of the moments to, to play for me here. Yeah, well, I have a lot to say about one of these Was your things. phone speaker playing loud enough? Alright, here are the no. five moments. Spider-Man, No Way Home, the Spider-Man team-up. Oh, no like, that, like that meme. No recency bias here. It's like but, that uh, meme they're all pointing at each other. Yeah. Now, now, did you see when they recreated that picture? These guys are fucking funny, man. So these good. guys are funny. Next up, we have The Matrix. Uh, Neo dodging bullets. Yeah, Neo doing the limbo. The oldest movie uh, that we're representing here came out 22, 23 years ago. Well, that is when film started. We have Dreamgirls, and I'm telling you... Okay, are we going to get into this now? I don't... I've never seen Dreamgirls. Hold on! I don't know what this means. But yes, it's one of the five uh, most stand-up and so, cheer moments in movie history. Bef- <laughs> Before we started recording this little podcast this evening, we were talking about the five nominees here for what are we calling this? Best cheer moment. Ultimate cheer Ultimate moment. Ultimate cheer moment. I'm so sorry. And my friend and co-host here said, "I've never even heard of what is this?" And I'm telling you, I'm not going. He says he's. Quote, 
never heard of that. I've never what? seen Dreamgirls. That I'm doesn't... unfamiliar with this moment. It's one of the most iconic songs in the history of recorded music. As everyone knows. Every so often you remind me. What's Dreamgirls about? Oh, God, there's an ad. <laughs> oh, you idiot. <laughs> Ads on YouTube. What are we doing? Why are you on YouTube? Can you turn it up? This is live as it goes, okay? Nobody can hear this. Will you play it in your phone, then? I don't know how to find it. I'll t- oh, my God. The fact that you've never heard of this song is absolutely... First of all homophobic let's just let's just lay that what out what does that mean it means what it means I said what I said is that the name of one of the songs oh, and I'm telling you I'm not going am I playing the right thing this is so um, not going where your phone gets so loud you've never heard this song I might I might have heard it, but I'm not particularly familiar. Alright, yeah, I, I know this song. Okay, oh, he comes around. Without you! Oh, okay. Oh, I wanted to listen to that whole thing. I was getting ready to, I was getting ready to stand up and cheer. That is a great nominee for the ultimate cheer moment. Is it? Sure. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know, people okay. dodging bullets and people pointing at each other? At least we have something. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm just unfamiliar. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. What do you want from me? I'm sorry for yelling at you. Um, the other, the la- and the last two were, uh, Avengers Endgame, when, who cares? When they all come. This... And listen. It, sure. Of course that was, I mean. What a bunch I... of goddamn losers. This what is are you talking? This is such loser energy. What is this, what are you talking about? Hey, we put everyone in front of this green screen, and they all showed up at the same time. Well, cool. Avengers Endgame now, sucks. Why... <laughs> now, why am, I, why am I sitting here defending this? <laughs> I hate it, but like, if we're talking about ultimate cheer moments, it got a good cheer. It got a cheer in the theater when I saw. Oh wow, wow, wow! Did it ever? Grown men crying. Grown men crying. You know, it didn't get a cheer in the theater because this movie was never released in theaters. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the oh speed something. I don't know. I can't read my own writing. But uh, some scene with the Flash, I think. Okay. So the Flash is going fast. Yeah. And they're shooting it in super slow motion or something. I mean, it's not surprising that, like, Zack Snyder shows up here. All the Zack Snyder. Yeah, the Zack Snyder hive. Yeah. But the fact that they couldn't quite get him. Well, I guess he did get in for, what is it? Den of Army. Army of the Dead. Den of the Army guys. Den of the Army guys. Yeah. So that made it in. But the Justice League did not. Very interesting. They, they spread out their votes. They the scene, a- by the way, was called Flash Speed Force. Now, who could forget? Um, this is just the weirdest set of five, like, five 
lame superhero things. A Jennifer Hudson song. Well, Jennifer and, Hudson oh, is a superhero in my eyes. And a thing from The Matrix, which is basically a superhero movie. Yeah. but like, What should that? the stand-up and cheer moments be? Oh, wow. Well, Jennifer Hudson's singing, and I'm telling you I'm not going. That would say... That would say... Keep in mind, this is from the history of movies. Ooh, how about... Uh, what you got? Okay, I should do this r- realistically, not just trying to make this into a huge joke. But, like... <laughs> but also, like... There's no way that they actually meant... Well, I guess they're not giving out an actual trophy or something, right? Because I'm like... Well, we don't really know, I guess. I, I guess. But, like, hypothetically, maybe they have somebody there. But, like, I'm thinking of, like... uh, I don't know. Dorothy on the Yellow Bird. <laughs> I was trying Did to think of... People stand up and cheer. <laughs> I was trying to think of something from... <sighs> From the Wizard of Oz. I don't know if there I don't uh, have, like, Did people stand up and cheer back then? When the house landed on the Wicked Witch? I'm out. Ding that dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. Like, how the Munchkins about, stood how up about and the cheered. Kurt Russell speech in Miracle? Oh, wow. Speeches. There's been some good speeches. Network. Why are we standing up and cheering exactly? I, I don't know. Like, and if you're, if I'm in the movie theater and you stand up and cheer, sit down <laughs> and don't you know, cheer. You know what my, honestly, the winner for the ultimate this cheer This is encouraging moment. theater. Oh, but don't get me started. <sighs> the ultimate cheer moment should be four words, four words that made me stand up and cheer. Jack Twist? Jack Nasty? <laughs> that should win! That's pretty good. Yeah. You have any? Um. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, God. It'll be fucking something Ben Affleck did in uh, the town. <laughs> well. I cheered, uh, I stood up and cheered during every helicopter shot of Charleston. Charleston? Charlestown. What's that? Charlestown in the neighbor, the town, Charlestown. Oh. That's not Marshfield. No, it's Charlestown. It's what the town is about. Oh. Oh, I forgot the film. Other than Blake Lively. Blake Lively in the town? Ultimate cheer moment. There's gotta be a good one from, like, oh, uh... How about Indiana Jones uh, when he almost gets run over by the ball? Or or when he shoots the guy who's, like, doing the sword thing at him. Ooh, how about when they hit the iceberg? Oh. Or how about... Yeah, Titanic's got to have a good stand-up and cheer moment, right? The crescendo of my heart will go on? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Listen ultimate cheer moment it, it has to go to jennifer or there's no other choice jennifer who okay you haven't even gotten to the uh it's gotta be something from star wars right well that's what's weird too it's like where yeah like there's a lot of iconic movies over 
in you know movie history. Yeah, there's a lot of iconic movies. That's really you know when you put it like that. Yeah, there's a lot of iconic movies in movie history. You heard it here first. What about um? What about the scene in? Did you, is your do your brain stop working? What is going on? <laughs> I was hoping something was gonna pop into my head while I started that sentence. Didn't happen. How about the scene when Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez make out in the you know, Fast and the Furious? These aren't bad nominees. It's harder. <laughs> they're harder to come up with than I thought. <laughs> All right, the other preposterous um, category created for this year's Oscars. Yeah, is the quote unquote Oscars fan favorite. Mm, love that. So this was basically deemed uh, the best picture for your stupid uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea behind this one was basically what? I, Who knows? A- anybody with a Twitter account could vote. A- and I don't know. You got to send in some hashtags. All right. Here, here were the, the uh, explanations for the two awards. The one we were just talking about. Tweet the movie scene that made you cheer the loudest. Any movie, any year. So that was that was the Oscars cheer moment. Sure. And the other one, tweet your favorite film of 2021 with hashtag Oscars fan favorite. And so we've narrowed the field down to 10. So much like we have 10 Best Picture nominees, the real Best Pictures are the, these oh, 10 yeah. no, these Oscars are my fan favorite. These are my 10. You ready for the 10? I'm ready. Uh, in alphabetical order, Army of the Dead. Uh, Zack Snyder directed, I think, Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> with Camila Cabello. Yep. Wow. Huge. Dune. Oh, sure. Was nominated for Best Picture. Also in yeah, Oscars fan. I didn't realize they were eligible. Malignant. Oh, a movie I don't think anybody liked. I certainly didn't. Uh, hang on here. Uh, Can't read his handwriting again. Minamata. Oh boy. Yeah. Minamata. Minamata. <laughs> this is a Minamata. real. This is a real thing. Minamata. This is a movie I full stop have never heard of. Oh. Somehow got one of the ten most tweets to be uh, called out at the Oscars as an Oscars fan oh, favorite. Do you know a single nev- thing about this movie? Oh, I will never forget the first time I saw Minamata. <laughs> Mm, Mini Mata. I'm trying. This is the Johnny Depp movies. Is, is this correct? Yes. That his insane, rabid fan base who, you know. All right, here's the. Think that Amber Heard is the devil. War photographer W. Eugene Smith travels back to Japan. Not w. Eugene Mini Mata? <laughs> where he documents the devastating effect of mercury poisoning in coastal communities. So what does Minimata come in? Is Minimata an acronym? <laughs> oh, no. Please, no. Please, <laughs> no. Please, no. Moist. <laughs> I. Intelligent. <laughs> We're off to a bad start. N. Neat. <laughs> a. Amazing. <laughs> oh, Minimata. I literally read out Minimata. I read out almost the whole word before it auto-fills the rest of it on Google. Minimata. Oh, stop saying that. First thing I look when I search M I N I M, minimum wage California. 
That's how you know. <laughs> oh, mini matta. You know, I will say, 77% are rotten tomatoes. Okay. Uh, mini matta has made $1.7 million at the box office. More than I thought, I will be honest with you. Yeah, fair. Wow. Looking at these photos of Johnny Depp <laughs> in mini matta. Wait, hold on. It was released... February 11th, 2022? Fraud! Okay, yeah. This premiered at the Berlin Film Festival in in February 2020 (laughs) and was released in theaters apparently in 2022. This movie didn't come out in 2021. Wait, can we go see Minimata? Is that another earthquake? No! Wait, I want to go see Minimata. (laughs) Where is Minimata playing? We're going to do a whole Minimata episode. Please. How can I see Minimata? Siri, Minimata Showtimes. Siri, what are the showtimes for Minimata? The real guy that Johnny Depp is playing. (laughs) The real guy Johnny Depp is playing married a woman 31 years younger than him. Well, if art doesn't imitate life. Uh, Reception. So yeah, um, Minimata. the rest of the list. I hope Minimata wins. In Oscar's fan favorite, The Power of the Dog. Ever which, heard of it? Which, like, I mean, great. I, I, like, what? I don't know. Sing to. Oh God. Uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. This is kind of heard of it. Presumably, what this this I don't I don't even know what to call it category uh, stunt nonsense stunt was created for uh, Suicide Squad, mm. a movie nobody liked. Oh wait, sorry, people what? liked it, but nobody it's saw really it. Really good, I saw it. And finally, Tick Tick Boom. Which that even that <laughs> the thing about these like the assemblage of these weird movies. <laughs> It's so weird right, that like, it has to be accurate. Exactly, because we were we were talking about like, all right, well, they just picked what movies they wanted to show up here, but it's like... Minimata. They, they wouldn't have picked Minimata. But Minimata no, Minimata makes sense. I mean, Minimata, They wouldn't have picked Malignant. Minimata for sure, but... Like, the, you, you mentioned this earlier, but the fact that Encanto is not on this list is like... Well, right, in place of like seeing two. But like, who... It just it boggles the mind. It really does. Like the 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 movies that people, the the Oscars fan favorite movies of the year. I'm gonna try. Remember when I tried to do what should be the the best picture? <laughs> the best picture. No, the ultimate cheer moment. I think. And you no, came no. up. You came up with. Oh, it's gotta be something from Star Wars. Or <laughs> I got the Indiana Jones moment. That was pretty yeah, good. when the ball came rolling. No, I when he shoots to, the guy. Is that, is that still the ride at Universal? I don't know. I never think they been changed there. it. Never been there. I don't know. What? I've never been to Universal. What are you talking about? I've never been to Universal Studios. Did I know that? We've talked about this so many times. Oh, okay. You could have just said yes. <laughs> we talked about this like... Jeez, oh, Pete. Certainly within the last week. I don't know that I knew you had never been there. I knew you didn't want to go with me. <laughs> can't blame you you've never been really yeah well why aren't we going what that's an episode i mean i've been i've been telling you i want to go to disneyland and go to universal 
and rate the rides. <laughs> That's all I ever want to do. Please. For my birthday. For my birthday episode. When's your birthday? How dare you? When's yours? I mean, I know when mine is, but I'm not going to reveal it for our audience. My birthday's in May. We're going to go to Disney and, well, we can pick one. I think Universal makes more sense. Oh, I have it in my calendar. Oh, thank you. We'll go to Universal for my birthday and we'll do an episode about it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mini Mata. (laughs) If you could only watch... The answer the ten best picture nominees, the answer or the is ten Mata. Oscars fan favorite leaderboard. Which Honestly, would you go the with? fan favorite. I mean, so I haven't seen some of those. I've always kind of wondered what goes on in Cinderella, a modern take on the fairy tale classic. <laughs> anyway, what's gonna win, Spider Man? I mean, who knows? It well, could be Mini Mata. It feels like they'll probably be. It's going to be Minimata. Some sort of weird campaign for something. Well, yeah, Minimata. Michael Douglas playing Ben Franklin. Should we spend some more time on that? I don't want to. <laughs> no. Mini, Minimata. <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> What's your call, Michael Douglas? Minimata. <laughs> Minimata playing, playing Benjamin <laughs> Franklin. He's just going to look like... Have you seen like the trailer for Renee Zellweger... In the thing about Pam, the what? Renee Zellweger. Pam in the trailer from the for... Office. Okay, never mind. She's playing Pam from the Office. Michael Douglas as Benjamin Franklin is going to look like Renee Zellweger in the trailer for the thing about Pam. That's what it's going to be. Is. Yeah, but you can picture it. I don't know what the thing about Pam is. What? What's the thing about Pam? Uh, I, where to begin? I, I mean, it's based on an. Yeah, an episode of Dateline that was turned into a Dateline podcast. This absolute legend, you know, she murdered three people, but uh, <laughs> Pam Hupp, Renee Zellweger, Hupp. Hupp. Renee Zellweger's playing her war, I mean, in this absolutely wretched looking NBC limited series that I'll be watching every episode of, of course. Renee Zellweger, two-time Academy Award winner being reduced. What's called? Pam? The Thing About Pam. Renee Zellweger being reduced to, you know, absolute schlock <laughs> like this. That is Michael. Du- that is Mike. That is Minnie Mata as Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Oh, I love this. Pam Hupp. Wow. I could, I mean, I could spend hours on the legend of Pam Hupp. I mean, I would urge you to watch. I should actually send it to you. Why is she the, sitting in a beanbag chair? Nobody knows. The episode of Dayline that they originally did about Pam, or it's truly one of the wildest rides I've ever been on. You have to watch it. <laughs> Sounds delightful. It is. Uh, well, man. big things are coming around the corner. Yeah, they are. Next week on the Popcorn Boys. Should we, give, should we give the audience a sneak preview of our send conversation up, about... Send up the signal. What? Sorry, I was trying to remember the Batman theme. Oh, couldn't tell you. There's the theme? That's the Christopher Nolan Batman 
Oh yeah, sure. That's the old, the old ones, right? I don't know. I mean, you and I just watched Batman together a couple nights ago. Well, that's what I was alluding to. No, we have to say that for the Batman episode. Where the bat, the bat, the bat. It's going to be called the Batman episode. The Batman episode, yeah. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Daniel and I will be watching set eight Batman movies. Eight? There's eight? Well, there's the new one. Oh, God. Well, I got to set aside a whole day for that. Yeah, it's three hours long. Good Lord. There's the four, like, 90s-ish ones. The two by uh, Tim Burton and two by Joel Schumacher. Yeah. We've, we've watched the first of those already. So three more to go there, and then the three Christopher Nolan ones. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, all right. I mean, I'm in for the long haul. <laughs> it sounds like you're thrilled. Well, I mean, before I get back to uh, resuming my Batman viewing, I have to uh, <laughs> go watch. <laughs> Mini Bata. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think we're doing a Mini Mata episode, Academy Award nominee Minimata. <laughs> if you don't think that's coming, oh baby, I got some bad news. Uh, if you're still listening at this point, God bless you and seek some help. Next week will be better. <laughs> better? <laughs> I make I make no such promise. Uh, Popcorn boys. Good night. Save the twenty three. Bye.